everyone. Welcome back to Born on This Day podcast. Today is June 16th, and I am Amanda Barker. And I'm Bill Antoniou. He sure is, folks. And those who have June 16th birthdays, we want to wish a very happy birthday to you. You are clever, you're open-minded, and you're versatile enough for any kind of situation. So say the, uh, the stars anyway. But your big problem is that you tend to bite off more than you can chew. You tend to take on a lot of commitments, knowing full well that you are stretching yourself just a little bit too thin. Interesting. Well, a lot of the people on our list today are very talented and very busy. So that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Starting out with someone who is um, not that busy and maybe not that talented. I don't know, but he looks good without a shirt on. He charms everyone as the ultimate American teen on Riverdale. But KJ Appa, who plays Archie, was actually born in Auckland, New Zealand on this day in 1997. Appa was involved in a minor car accident in Vancouver in September of 2017, but was uninjured when the passenger side of his car hit a light pole. The event was reportedly the result of Appa falling asleep at the wheel after a long shoot the previous night. Um, Appa does say that he is a Christian or a practicing Christian. So I guess in this case, Jesus did take the wheel. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not like it could have made his face any worse. Anyway, uh, ah. Daniel... <laughs> Daniel Brühl broke out with his wonderful performance in the film Goodbye Lenin, then came to Hollywood and has appeared in Rush and the series The Alchemist, receiving Golden Globe nominations for both. He was born in Barcelona on this day in 1978. And this Spanish-German actor began his work at a young age in a German soap opera called Verboten Liebe at the age of 17. I don't know know if I said that right. Yeah, you almost, yeah. Verboten Liebe. Forbidden Freedoms? Forbidden Love. Forbidden love. Oh, I was close. Yeah. Yeah. Ich oh, liebe forbidden love. Love is Liebe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Goodbye Lenin is a wonderful, wonderful film. You should definitely see it. I'll right. definitely put that on my ever growing yeah. list, Bill. Laurie Metcalf won three Emmys for her incredible performance as Jackie on Roseanne and since then has appeared in no end of films, shows, and plays, most recently earning her first Oscar nomination for her magnificent performance in Lady Bird. She was born on this day in Carbondale, Illinois in 1955. I know that you definitely know this, Bill. Um, but for our listeners, Metcalf began her career with the Steppenwolf Theater Company and mm-hmm. frequently works back in Chicago anytime she can. For her stage performances and work on Broadway, Metcalf has received six Tony Award nominations, and she won for Best Actress in a Play in 2017 for her performance in A Doll's House Part Two, and Best Featured Actress as well in a play for the 2018 revival of Edward Albee's Three Tall Women. Oh, she's so good. She's so talented. She's so talented. I'm actually rewatching Roseanne right now, and I I just thrill every time she's on screen. She's so good. She's so good. And for a long time, I think uh, a lot of us considered her a very underrated actor. But um, I really feel like with Lady Bird, she's starting to get her due in the more public realm. And hopefully that just continues for her. Partly because she's not glamorous, and so um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that has a lot that her not being glamorous has a lot more um, value to us now that she's older. I would definitely put her in the same category as, say, an Edie Falco or mm-hmm. uh, Tony Collette. Yeah, except without the madness—not quite as much madness, but yeah. yeah. But maybe <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. 
Valerie Mahaffey was on Northern Exposure and had roles in the films Sully and Seabiscuit. Most recently, she appears on the Netflix series Dead to Me. She was born on this day in Jakarta, Indonesia in 1953. Okay, I have so much to say about Valerie Mahaffey. (laughs) Okay, she was born in Jakarta, um, but she also, her mother was from New Brunswick. So Mm -hmm. she was born to a Canadian mother uh, from New Brunswick which some people might know I'm from New Brunswick and a Texan father. That's where they met. And then they moved to Indonesia and had her there. But more importantly than any of this, she's in a very, um, uh, not very well-known series that had one whole year. in I believe 1993, um, which it was called the powers that be. And uh, she played, it's about a, I think we've talked about it before on this podcast, uh, mm-hmm. but it's a, a political family kind of gone wrong. It was a black comedy sitcom in a time when there really wasn't a market for that. Um, But David Hyde Pierce played her husband who was always trying to kill himself. And she played an anorexic, the anorexic daughter of a politician who's constantly fading, fainting because she never eats because she's anorexic. It's a brilliant show. I hope it comes back. That wasn't the one that Madeline Kahn was on, was it? No, she was not. Okay, so that's is that the one with John Forsyth? No. Yes. Mm, I have yes. to look up that show. Anyway, I loved her in that. Uh, I love her in Dead to Me. She's so great yeah. in Dead to Me. She's so great. really great with that little, um, you know, she's one of those actors that can do that beautiful, sweet smile with all the salt underneath. I just love her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Clifton Collins appeared in small roles in Traffic and Star Trek, and most impressively played the subject of Truman Capote's investigation in the Oscar-winning 2005 film Capote. He was born in Los Angeles on this day in 1970. He wrote his first book, Prison Ramen, Recipes and Stories from Behind Bars with Gustavo Gus Alvarez in 2015. Arnold Vosloo played the villain in The Mummy, G.I. Joe, and Hard Target. He was born in Pretoria, South Africa on this day in 1962. In an interview with Charlie Rose, Vosloo noted he looked similar to American actor Billy Zane. According to Vosloo, when people came asking him if he was the guy in Titanic, he replied, of course, of course, as a joke. Bill, who is sexier, Arnold Vosloo or Billy Zane? Honestly, you'd have to pay me for, to get together with either of them, but uh, <laughs> probably Billy Zane. He's a, he looks a bit less like a WWF fighter, if you know what I mean. Billy yeah. Zane does very well for himself. Isn't he the one that like... Uh, anyway. He did back in the day. I don't know about now. but They also... <laughs> um, Titanic came out around the same time that The Mummy came out, so they were also both prominently featured uh, in popular movies around the same time. I see, I see. Also a cast member of the new Star Trek movies, John Cho also starred in Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle and the critically acclaimed thriller Searching. He was born in Seoul, South Korea on this day in 1972. Was he Harold or Kumar? I guess he's Harold. Yes, he's Harold. Is <laughs> <laughs> that an awful thing to say? I, uh, I got to um, shoot some of Designated Survivor with Kumar. What's his name again? I'm blanking. Uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he was really, really lovely to me, and we yeah. talked politics. Um, but back to Cho. Cho is the lead singer for Viva La Union, a Los Angeles garage rock band. They have yeah. one album, self-titled, while their song Chinese Baby is featured on the Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Well, where else is it going to go? <clears throat> Cal Penn is, of course, uh, the Penn, amazing yes. actor and politician, or at least uh, political activist, um, who uh, who played Kumar in Harold mm-hmm. and Kumar. 
Sibel Kikeli won the European Film Award for her performance in the acclaimed film Head On in 2004. More recently, she gained fame as Shai on Game of Thrones. She was born on this day in 1980 in Heilbronn, Germany. She won two Lolas, the most prestigious German film award, for her performances in Head On and When We Leave. Oh, yeah. I watched When We Leave with my mom. She was ruined after that. (laughs) I I love ruining my mother. All right. Eddie Cibrian had a very sexy scene in Living Out Loud with Holly Hunter that I will never forget, then achieved fame on the shows Sunset Beach and Third Watch. He was born in Burbank, California on this day in 1973. Uh, Sunset Beach, was that the one about Vietnam? That's China Beach, actually. I can tell Marco's writing (laughs) your notes for you because you would never ask a question that dumb. Um, I totally would. That was totally my question. There is no notes here. Um, China. So what's Sunset Beach? I don't know. I don't watch shows like that. Please. (laughs) I have a university degree, Amanda. (laughs) I do too. But I remember, I do remember China Beach because they had that Rolling Stones song as the theme song. Yeah, no, that's well before he uh, hit the big time. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Eileen Atkins has appeared in a number of notable films, including Gosford Park, Equus, and The Dresser, plus has written an internationally successful play about Virginia Woolf, and later adapted her novel, Mrs. Dalloway, to the big screen. Oh, I should say that again. Okay, here's my note for Eileen Atkins. He was also in a band no one has ever heard of. And <laughs> I don't think that's Eileen Atkins. Was that for Eddie Cibrian, Mark? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Before I jump in. <laughs> We're just going to delete. Wait, I have it as Eddie Cyprian. You don't have it under... It's Eileen Atkins. Eileen Atkins is a whiz on the guitar. She's a, in a soul pop boy band, 3D. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> With Judy Dench. <laughs> it's totally fine. I'm just, I just was not going to... Sometimes I just look at the person's <laughs> name when I'm trying to... I get you, hon. I get you. I'm just right. not going to say anything about Eileen right. Atkins. Okay. Eileen Atkins has appeared in a number of notable films, including Gosford Park, Equus, and The Dresser. Plus, she's written an internationally successful play about Virginia Woolf, and later adapted Woolf's novel Mrs. Dalloway to the big screen. She was born in London on this day in 1934. She also gave an interview where she said that Colin Farrell once came to her dressing room wanting sex from her, and Eileen, if you said no, the angels will weep for you. I want to know if she got naked in Equus. She did not, no. Happy birthday, Eileen. Rap artist Tupac Shakur's tragic death in 1996 at the very young age of 25 was followed by his becoming even more admired and appreciated for the poetry and skill of his work. The subject of an Oscar-nominated documentary, Shakur was born in Manhattan on this day in 1971. Shakur is also one of the best-selling music artists of all time, having sold over 75 million records worldwide. In 2002, he was inducted into the Hip Hop Hall of Fame. In 2017, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in his first year of eligibility. And Rolling Stone named Shakur in its list of 100 greatest artists of all time. That's pretty good for a guy who unfortunately had to die at 25. Yeah, never got to enjoy any of it. And most of his mm-hmm. albums came out after he died, too. Mm-hmm. Jack Albertson is best known now for his performance as Grandpa Joe in Amanda's favorite movie, Willy Wonka <gasps> and the Chocolate Factory. He's so but good But actually, it. he won an Oscar three years earlier for Best Supporting Actor in the film The Subject Was Roses. He was born in Malden, Massachusetts on this day in 1907 and died in 1981 at the age of 74. 
I loved him as Grandpa Joe in Willy yeah. Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And he's Factory. your compatriot, he that... too. He's from Massachusetts. Yeah, he's from yeah. Malden. Yeah, exactly. Can you believe he was no, only he's... 64 when he made Willy Wonka? I know, isn't that crazy? And he's so old in it that he can't get up. And it's like it's like a miracle that he can like walk. I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to more modern times. Tom Lank is best known for playing Andrew on episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Later, he was in Cabin in the Woods and is now celebrated for his series of hilarious celebrity outfit impersonations on Instagram. He was born in Westlake Village, California on this day in 1976. In 2018, he starred in Tilda Swinton Answers an Ad on Craigslist, which is played in L.A., Edinburgh, and London. Oh, nice. I'm assuming that's a play. Sounds yeah, like a and play. it sounds very funny. Well, when, when we can, we'll just have to go and see it. You and me, Bill. It's a date. Absolutely. Geronimo, or as he was known by his birth name, Goyale, was a prominent leader and medicine man from the Bendonkohe band of the Apache tribe. He is best known for his fearlessness in resisting anyone Mexican or American who attempted to remove his people from their tribal lands. He repeatedly evaded capture and life on a reservation, and during his final escape, a full quarter of the U.S. Standing Army pursued him and his followers. When Geronimo was captured on September 4, 1886, he was the last Native American leader to formally surrender to the U.S. military. He spent the last 20 years of his life as a prisoner of war, and he was born on this day in 1829 and will be forever remembered. Yes, and I've seen the 1993 film about him starring Wes Studi, who won an honorary Oscar last year. Stan Laurel had a vaudeville act with fellow funny man Oliver Hardy that then made them world famous when they came to Hollywood and commemorated their work on film forever. Laurel was born in Lancashire, England on this day in 1890 and died in 1965 at the age of 74. And Laurel was the skinny one, right? Yes. Did you see that? What was that movie that came out last year or two years ago? I think it's called Stan and Ollie and I saw it and it's actually really lovely. And it was I don't lovely. Know that it's yeah, I saw it as well. Yeah, it's not the definitive movie about them, maybe, but it was for anyone who's a performer. I felt it spoke a lot to me personally about being creative and and taking all your sorrows and fears and putting them aside to give people a good show. And like it, it, it meant a lot to me on that level. Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed. Yeah, that that idea that you know sometimes acts can have an end or like, you know, a sketch group or a creative team, you know, mm-hmm. you can meet a natural end. And what does that look like? And when, it, you know, maybe one of the members is ready and one of the members isn't, which kind of, I remember that from that movie. And, and also, even though Marco's going to kill me for talking about something else, Nina Arianda is in that movie and she's my favorite performance in it. She's so good. She's the little tiny one with the high voice. No, that's Shirley Henderson. Uh, Nina okay. Arianda plays uh, Laurel's wife, the one who kept saying "no, nah, no" nah, every time, <laughs> every time they made her try her. to make her sit next to the producer. She was, uh, the, yeah, she's she's brilliant in absolutely everything she's in. Anyway, amazing. All right, moving on. James Bryan was born today in 1959. He's an American professional wrestler who most famously wrestled under the ring name The Ultimate Warrior for the World Wrestling Federation. He was born in Crawfordsville, Indiana, and died far too young at the age of 54. 
A celebrated cinematographer responsible for some of the most memorable films of the 70s, Vilmos Zygmunt worked on The Deer Hunter and Deliverance and won an Oscar for Close Encounters of the Third Kind. More recently, he was nominated for The Black Dahlia. He was born in Szeged, Hungary, on this day in 1930 and died in 2016 at the age of 85. I'm not sure if you know this, Bill, but he and I both share a love for Tiffin Filters. He was a longtime user and endorser of Tiffin Filters and is associated with a technique known as flashing or pre-fogging, which involves carefully exposing the film negative to a small controlled amount of light in order to create a muted color palette. So he's basically responsible for the look of the 70s is what you're telling me. Yes, exactly. That hazy, yes, that hazy, gauzy kind of look. God, I miss it. Yeah. And last but not least, this woman represents the 80s to me entirely. Joan Van Ark still appears in the odd show or film, but she'll always be best known for her role as Valerie Ewing on the series Knott's Landing. She was born in New York City on this day in 1943. And one of our biggest fans of this series and of this podcast, Ashley Camo, um, she has a, she's invented, along with Marco Timpano, hashtag JVA. I'm just going to leave that there. But a little bit more about Joe Van Ark, or JVA as we like to call her. She's a life member of the Actors Studio. She made her Broadway debut in 1966, of course, in Barefoot in the Park. In 1971, she received a Theatre World Award and was nominated for the Tony Award for Best Featured Actress in a Play for the Revival of The School for Wives. Oh, good for her. Good for her indeed. And good for everybody who was born on June 16th. Hopefully those of you who are born on June 16th, uh, you got to learn a little bit more about some of the people that share this wonderful day with you. Hope you're having a great birthday and you can absolutely find us anywhere that Born on This Day has a social presence, which is anywhere anyone has a social presence. (laughs) I have a social presence. My name is Amanda Barker. And I'm Bill Antonio. And boy, do you ever have a social presence. Well, I do my Presently best. Presently social. <laughs> you are one of the funniest men out there. And I hope everybody oh, enjoyed this stop. podcast. I won't. I won't. <laughs> There's more Born on This Day to come. See you then.